it should be that should be good so uh and also yes. um you probably rec- look at the shirt i'm wearing oh incredible very nice i like it it's the unique little uh gundam 40th anniversary uh t-shirt fanny got yes. for me when they were doing their uh, promotion oh I, that's so cool i've uh i still i didn't delve into any gundam <laughs> I still did not watch it, but you've been watching a I'm lot of it. I'm seven episodes into the, the advent of the Red Comet, and I can already tell you that it's probably very cool. That's mm-hmm. so funny. All right, let's 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 start this thing. Unless, and I'm going to let you, actually, I'll let you yeah, finish chewing you, your cookie. I mean, you're rooting for him seven episodes into this thing, and you totally get his anger. And, oh, he's acting smart as a villain, which is, I mean, you just, you can't let people know who you are. That's... If if you know too much, you're you're done. Yeah, you're watching the um, you're watching the origin, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, that's really good. It's so good because <laughs> what I love about the, I mean, we'll probably get into it later, but one of the things I love about the origin is just how it puts. Because when I was watching, or at least learning about the Universal Century, because I haven't watched the anime, like the Gundam, like this Gundam anime, all the way through, mm-hmm. I only know the story through playing the video games. Yeah. Because my first introduction to the Universal Century was through renting the game Journey to Jaburo from that's Hollywood Video. Point. Oh my God, Hollywood Video! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that, that's a callback. So I rented that. Then I got, I started. Um, I started playing other Gundam games, and I got um, oh, I I still own it. It's actually right over here. I've been I begged my parents for this game because it tells you because it's the it takes place through the whole war, and you get to yeah. choose. Essentially, you're like a nameless soldier, and you take part in all the battles. Oh, that's cool. And then it was Journey in Space that got all the space stuff that had a lot of clips from the anime. So, pretty much Universal Century, it's all through video games for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's cool though. It's a good way to watch to watch and learn the uh, the animes, I guess. I don't know. I still we still I don't know what happened in Dragon Ball Z. We stopped playing. But Kakarot, you know a lot of it now. But I do know a lot of Dragon Ball Z now. You know through the Cell Saga. I do. Which apparently is that the best part? <laughs> no, does it get better? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Is. I don't know. I like Goku. Not a big fan that he just disappears. And that's your soundbite for this episode. Let's kick off the intro. <laughs> All right, we'll go into it. Hi, you're listening to Adults Talking Anime Plus, a place where adults talk anime, video games, cosplay, and whatever else we want. I am your adult, Inga, and. My name is Thor Draper Jr. Okay. (laughs) And and back with us, big friend of the podcast, Ben Magnet of Fake Nerd Podcast. (laughs) First and foremost, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you two as well. (laughs) We've made it to 2021. (laughs) Did and the world is still on fire. I mean, did anybody actually expect anything to be better? I, I'll tell you one thing that is better. What? I have a best friend on Discord, and his name is Ben Magnet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk now pretty regularly on Discord. Thank you. I like it. That's, I mean, that's what Discord's really about, bringing friends together. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, but yeah, Thor, you keep mentioning stuff about Gundam on the Discord chat. So, of course, like, whenever I have a chance to when i hop on there i'm like oh gundam stuff let me jump in and talk about it <laughs> <laughs> well we appreciate you participating 
I'm serious about it. That that machete order, it's got to be done. I actually was thinking about that machete order the other day, or not the other day, yesterday. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so so you have like the, because you're watching Universal Century stuff with the Red Comet, right? Mm-hmm. So you watch a little bit of the Red, like you watch Origin, and then you can watch uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, the eighth Mobile Suit team, which yeah. doesn't involve the Red Comet. Interesting. And then you can go through all the way in Universal Century up to Jaburo, and yeah. if you really just want to screw things up, like just throw stuff out there, you can start Gundam 0080, which takes place yes. after the war. Good, good. And then you can finish it, and then you can finish it off. So it's like you can just like throw a bunch of stuff in there. <laughs> See what you have to appreciate is that I have no clue what journey he just set me on, <laughs> but I want you all to know. I'm on a journey. I like and it's it. It's happening. Watch it that way. Just do it and then tell you and then see if that's the way to go. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> if this, you're watching this on YouTube, it all involves this glorious machine known as the Mobile Suit Gundam. Oh my gosh. Look at that thing. I got to, I just moved. So you're watching this in my new space. So I got two Gundam figurines on my desk right now. I got that one, which is the, of course, the original ARC 78. And I got this little tiny uh exia gundam that i got from hot topic a few years ago that's so cute horrible isn't it it's funny because it was it was between this and the rx78 the original mobile suit gundam and i asked fanny my girlfriend i'm like which one do you want do you want gundam x which one do you think like better the exia or the rx and she's like i like that one the exia (laughs) and of course she has no idea which one this is this is from gundam double o by the way completely doesn't have anything to do with universal century it's the one that i recognize like this one also he's got his tiny little sword he's got a shield i like it also ben is our resident gundam expert (laughs) we we bring him on the show just to talk about gundam no (laughs) you guys call me the gundam expert and yet there's so much of gundam i still haven't seen yet because unfortunately it's still really freaking hard to find yeah that's interesting yeah that's i haven't tried to look for much i would have thought that everything i saw in crunchyroll or funimation was going to be where it's at but i guess it's one of those very long running series where you're going to end up with ones that i guess obs- very obscure ones that you can't find necessarily it it's annoying it sucks because it's like i want to watch all of gundam but now that i say that some uh sunrise the company that owns it is probably gonna be like hey let's make a gundam streaming service i'm like let's yeah. not oh, just a gundam no. streaming service <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? What are your thoughts, just if you've thought about this at all, on on uh, Funimation acquiring Crunchyroll? Do you have any thoughts on this? Did you bring those thoughts with you in a bag and open them up right here? <laughs> let, me ch- let me check. Uh, let's see. So with, Funim- with Funimation and Crunchyroll being kind to each other, I'm actually okay with it because mm-hmm. um, I'm me and a buddy of mine, we're sharing a Verve account right now because Crunchyroll yeah. is on Verve. I mean, I normally watch it to watch to watch uh, Ruby and some anime like Is It Wrong to Pick Up Frozen Dungeon season three is on there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, my girlfriend and I we watched all food. We watched Food Wars on there because Food Wars mm-hmm. was there first before I went to Hulu. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, my hope is that since Funimation and Crunchyroll are nice again, that means they're gonna put everything in. Um, because I know Funimation has their own streaming service. But I'm also yeah. hoping that they're going to play nice and be like, oh, well, stuff's on Verve. We'll, we'll put some stuff on there, too. That's that's fine. So what I was reading is the their, their possible thought is they'll either fully kind of get rid of Crunchyroll and Funimation and make them one mega site mm-hmm. is what people are kind of hoping for. 
the other sort of fear that everybody's afraid of is that they will not continue these Crunchyroll exclusives because yeah. I think that was kind of Crunchyroll's like last ditch effort to kind of bring more people in or whatever. Uh, but the thing is, did you watch Tower of God at all? I like how you introduced that was the thing that that sentence was about. <laughs> it's, it's but that the thing is, did you? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, but as of right now, Tower of God is one of the the best Crunchyroll exclusives, depending mm. on who you talk to. I really personally like it, but it did extremely well. And so they're they're trying to figure out, like, will they continue these exclusives or are they yeah. just going to let them go? Or are they going to make everything verve and, you know, go from there? Yeah. But I mean, other than that, like I, I pay for both. My biggest thing is I'm like, when do I stop paying for both? <laughs> Yeah, for real. When do I just get to have the one? Because then, on top of it, if they get rid of, I guess, the exclusives, but I'm also trying to think of, is there something that they have that Funimation doesn't necessarily have? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, because I always try to find out, or not trying to find out, but there are times where um, I want to watch a show. Like, recently, I was gonna try. I was trying to look up how to watch Escaflone. Do you guys yeah. remember Escaflone? Mm-mm. Okay, giant robot that can turn into it that transforms into a dragon set in like a fantasy world. That sounds cool. Yeah. I have not heard of that. <laughs> this is the one that you brought up the other day. Like, I'm pretty sure that yeah, people say it's like the combination of Sailor Moon, Gundam, and and like every other and Digimon. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I got, I'm, I'm literally wearing a Sailor Moon shirt, so <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> awesome, awesome. But yeah, because I remember that anime on Fox Kids because I was a huge Digimon nerd. So I watched Digimon yeah. and then later on in the morning around like 10 or 11 before they started going to the other programming when the kids stuff stopped, uh, there's a show called Escaflone and I would start watching it. I'm like, hey, this show is pretty cool. That's a giant robot, but it has a sword. And that's rad. <laughs> that's so funny. A few weeks later, it's like, oh, I'm going to watch this again. Wait, it can turn into a dragon now? Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> And then one day it just disappeared forever and it pissed me off because I really like that show. That's yeah. funny. Wow. I, I remember this was this show was about <laughs> I just saw the first episode. I'm pretty sure that the girl is like motivated by kissing a dude. And I'm pretty sure I saw it at an age that was like, ugh, kissing. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> but I'm like but, but the first episode was impressionable because I do definitely remember it. It's like I I if it's not, I'm thinking of something different, That's but I'm pretty positive funny. this is that show. <laughs> <laughs> okay did you find it or no no oh it's on right. youtube it said it was on um funimation and then or it said i think funimation distributed i could be wrong because you if you if you google it it'll say hey this is where you could watch it and i think one of them was crunchyroll and i thought okay cool i have verve and crunchyroll's on verve and i yeah. tried it and i like made sure i spelled it right nothing popped up interesting i am 80 percent sure and this is assuming that they didn't remove it but i think it was it was submitted back in the day i'm pretty sure this thing's on youtube full episodes uh i still have some ptsd from trying to watch stuff on youtube it's like part one part two part three we've learned <laughs> listen if you, but you know how the kids these days they don't know how to click multiple parts they'll, they'll get confused and lost and lose interest by in between the in between the clips unless it's recommended you get to you really just get distracted by something else you're, you're like oh you liked this but go over here and watch this you may like this instead i was watching the gima on youtube by the way don't pirate stuff piracy is bad oh yeah don't do it 
I may have have seen some sea uh, sea shanties lately, but piracy back. (laughs) No, because I remember watching the game on YouTube. The the English dub was up there, and it was it. I had to make sure it was by the same person who uploaded the previous episodes. That's so funny. Oh no! I also remember when back when I was really getting into a bridge stuff. Yu Gi Oh bridge was the first one I got into before DBZ. Yeah, yeah. and. Lil Creepo hadn't uploaded the the episode. I want to say it was very early in the days. I want to say it was like episode 26 or 27. Yeah, so, of course, yeah. there was a thumbnail that said, you go to Bridge, episode 27. I click it. It was a goddamn Rick roll. No. That's hilarious. And that's where it is. <laughs> I forgot. We can swear on the show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're good. It was a goddamn motherfucking Rick roll. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, was exp- I was like, oh, I really like you. You're going to do, 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 <laughs> and now this all my monetization goes to rick roll now is. no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm joking goes to rick. what monetization run monetization what monetization uh <laughs> that's so funny i i felt that way uh i mean which we've all i feel like we've talked about limewire so much mm-hmm. on the show but i definitely that's like the ultimate Rickroll is where you're like download. You think you're getting an episode of something and it just turns out it's like DJ nothing. <laughs> and, and you're like, no. And then you give your computer. Eight. Oh, 18,000. I'm pretty sure my computer. I was like, why doesn't my computer work? Why can't I write this paper? Oh my God. <laughs> no, my brother back in the, when we were in middle school, so this is 2003, 2005. Mm-hmm. My brother had LimeWire for music and yeah. yikes. Oh, I mean, same thing with the song. You would get, you knew you didn't get it when it was some sort of like remix version or, and it wasn't like a good one. It was like, it was the fake bad one. And you're just like, no, I just spent 17 hours downloading this to, as much as i love this conversation in particular <laughs> sure mm-hmm. inspector was also a crunchyroll original inspector was yeah in slash Spectre. i watched that it girl, yeah i thought that was another anime that kind of like slid in there as a exclusive as an exclusive interesting uh, there's a couple of other ones but that one did particularly well and my hope sure just to add a button on this thing. Okay. I'm adding a button. Mm-hmm. Your sweater, it's missing this button. Here it is. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's coming out. Uh, I thought that Crunchyroll was getting more focused on exclusive content. Yeah. And I thought Funimation was like a factory and a powerhouse for dubbing content. Because that's basically what, what I would go to Funimation for with the simul dubs. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they just continue both. Yeah. Where... Because exclusive content is one of the things that you need in order to grab people to go to your platform. True. Um, it's probably why everyone's committed to to Netflix as, as they are. True. Uh, speaking of Netflix, did you watch The Great Pretender? I have not. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, I've heard. Actually, it looks good. The anime that I have been watching recently is... I've been catching up on My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. But I fell into the same trap I did last time where I, I like binge a crap ton in like three or four days yeah and then other stuff's rears its ugly head i'm like i'm gonna go, th- go do that stuff and then it's like <laughs> oh but wait my hero but other stuff but my hero but other yeah. stuff but last night i did watch loop on the third the first which is the new cg animated film that just came out we're reviewing it yeah. for uh, my podcast a fake nerd podcast i was like when i was watching this i was like man that's another show i remember watching back in the day loop on the third on adult yeah. swim that show was great 
Yeah. That's so funny. I missed that one. I did not. I don't know what's happening. I gave it a second chance. <laughs> yeah. When Lupe Fiasco You're was like. so. <laughs> Lupe Fiasco it was a great rapper. I thought he was going to be huge. I thought Lupe was going to be what Chance the Rapper became. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that is for a rap ca caviar conversation. Uh -huh. Right. Uh-huh. So that was but he references Lupin the Third in in Kick Push, his biggest song. Does he really? He does. Wow. So uh, ultimately, yes. <laughs> Lupe Fiasco is a fan of the show. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That was such a crazy segue. But he, he liked Lupin the Third. I gave it a shot after the fact, but I also remembered watching it on on uh Was Adult it Sun good? Well. Yeah. Oh, oh and of course, the other anime that I've been watching that once again took a been taking a long hiatus from, which I really need to get back into it because Fanny and I are watching it together, is Yashihime. Yay! I'm so excited. Fanny saw I'm Yashihime so and I'm like, okay, we need to watch this now because I've been looking yes. forward to it. We watched the first episode dubbed, and then we and then the other episodes that were up on Hulu were subbed, and we just said, square, we're just going to keep going. Yeah, well, you're in luck because uh, on Crunchyroll right now, which I think since Crunchyroll and Hulu are together at this point, you can watch all the rest of the dubs. And they're I think they're actually caught up, to be honest with you. I've actually only watched mm, one or two of the dubbed episodes. I've been watching it on a weekly basis as of right now. And uh, so I'm I'm but it's only eight episodes in or nine episodes in. No, I think I'm a liar. It may be 11 episodes in. And but they went on a break, not a break, but they took New Year's Eve off. So there was no episode like two weeks ago. So they're just kind of they're kind of going. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I want to know. I haven't even really gotten to talk about it yet because there, nobody else is watching it. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I want to say I'm four episodes in, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say I'm four episodes in because they just got back to the feudal era. Mm hmm. And I completely forgot most of the characters' names. But one sure. of the things I was shocked about, or okay, not shocked, but I was surprised that it's mostly about Sashomaru's daughters. Yes, okay. And, of course, what we believe to be Inuyasha and Kagome's daughter, which I'm going to, I'm like, that's totally her. Mahora, yeah. Because there, there's Mahora, and you got Sashomaru's kids. And, of yeah. course, I'm like, who is Sashomaru fucking? Oh, my God. Seriously? You know it's Rin, right? We totally know it's Rin. But it's okay, good. <laughs> I mean, they didn't say it on the show, but everybody knows it's Rin, right? Like, can we all be in agreement that it's definitely Rin? It's like Inuyasha Kagome. Mor yes. Uh, Moroku, that lady whose name I completely forgot. Sango. <laughs> Sango, thank you. And then you got Rin, grown up, thank God. And they also have yeah. Sashomaru. But at the same time, it's like, Wow. Sashomaru's still a freaking dick. He really <laughs> is, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, he didn't really change that much. <laughs> it's like give him giving Inuyasha shit about being a half demon all these years. Next thing you know, he has two girls who are half demons. It's like, oh, wow, you big. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, I mean, four episodes in, how do you feel about the fact that like, so the first episode is not really a real episode. It's kind of like an epilogue or what are pre, I don't know what they call it. I, but but so it gives you a nice little tease because it does it does feel like a very old school just Inuyasha episode fight a monster everybody goes away whatever um, but you get to see everybody which is nice which is I think you know what old school Inuyasha fans want uh, they want to see everybody but how do you feel so far especially just for 
four episodes in that they're re- they really haven't given you any information as to where anybody is or what's happening. It's kind of annoying. Uh, okay, it's it's annoying to because I I am a Inuyasha fan. I grew up watching Inuyasha. I used to own I want to say like twenty some volumes of manga before I stopped collecting it. Mm-hmm. But because. I mean, I know the show. I know going in, the show isn't going to be about Inuyasha and Kagome. This is about their yeah. kids. It's like it's like if a Naruto fan goes to Boruto, expect to see more Naruto than Boruto. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. You're going to see more Boruto than Naruto. <laughs> exactly. Man, that was <laughs> cool. But as far as not, because it's one of those things where I just wanted everyone to live happily ever after. It's yeah. Like, I want to yeah. see how everyone's doing. I want to see their okay. Okay, let's see what kind of crazy hijinks the kids get get into. And since they're, it's like little mentions of seshomaru oh we don't know who the mom it's like well, we don't know who the mother is it's like well of course we know who the mom is it's just, who else could it be yeah seeing kaede still alive that woman must be 11 d by this I point love it. <laughs> i love it Even <laughs> when she comes on screen i was like she ain't dead yet what the hell <laughs> not that we're wishing death on any character or anything. exactly exactly but it's like how old is this woman you know what's so crazy? She's really only in her sixties, like sixty something. But I mean, <laughs> after after when Kagome comes back in time and she's like, "Oh, I'm in my sixties." Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that woman in her seventies or eighties. <laughs> That's true. She didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can only assume that she's she being the priestess of that village, being right next to Inuyasha. I'm pretty sure that gives you a uh, yeah, ages you. <laughs> yeah, she was probably 15 when the gray hair started coming in. Who knows? Exactly. It's a tough life. It's a tough life there in feudal Japan. <laughs> I do enjoy the kids. Um, yeah. Mahora, she is one of my favorites, but she's not my favorite. The I want to say the older sister, the one with the white hair, the one who looks more like Sashoma. Uh, Toa. Toa, thank you. Yeah. She's my favorite. The other sister is just like, wow, you are just a blank. But then it's like, hey, she doesn't have really emotion because she can't sleep and her dreams were eaten or her dreams were taken away. So it's like, "Mm, that's a that's a bummer. It's true. I mean, they're definitely setting that up to I mean, the mission is to help Setsuna get her get her dreams back. I think the issue that here, I like it. I actually, I really, I'm going to go on the record saying I like it for sure. And I will continue to watch it. And I do really enjoy the girls. I think there's such a fun, um, there's such a fun dynamic between them. And I, and I am very interested. I'm interested in their story because they are well written and kind of well fleshed out characters. They are different enough from everybody in the original party that it can make you go okay this is this is this is fun um i guess my my big issue is yeah the the mystery and then also you you because you've seen the episode where they you said they just got back to the feudal so they were in uh present day japan but like they never mentioned like mahora doesn't even like know kagome or they don't they don't even really bring it up. You know what I mean? Nobody's like, oh, you're Kagome's daughter. It's like insinuated, but nobody comes out and says it, which is really annoying. It's the same thing with Soda where he doesn't say anything about it. So like what's, maybe this is a bigger mystery that they are going to reveal. My fear is that um, as they keep going, it's, I don't know. I just already said that if Inuyasha and Kagome are dead, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to keep watching this show. Like, it's going to piss me off. I feel like if part of the adventure is to, like, find them, then oh, I, I'm still in. But if they're straight up dead, 
I think I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of the show. <laughs> if Inuyasha and Kagome are dead or, or something happened to them, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, seriously. Well, it's the same thing with, um, I mean, I, I the episode, I don't want to give you too, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it, it you'll see it in a preview. But like, Moroku and Sango are still alive. Like, they're still alive. They are still in the in the area they're still in the world you actually get to see them but even them they don't mention inuyasha or kagome or anybody or anything it's very strange i just don't understand why nobody seems to know anybody and i'm like why is this a thing why is this the direction i have questions please how close in age are the girls they're basically i would almost say a year apart or the same age. Seems... Well, to- Toga, Toa and Setsuna, they're twins. Oh, um, yeah. And I want to say Mahora is a few years younger. I want to say she's two years younger than the twins. What? Interesting. That's... That age timeline <laughs> is, not is good. now insane to me because I, <laughs> I accepted that it was written going into the series. Yeah. And now the fact that they're the same age, how many years has, has gone apart? Because Kagome, I guess, could have been like a young mom or inappropriately well remember mom. so when inuyasha ends there is that three-year period where she can't get back through the well so by the time kagome gets back to inuyasha she's because she's already graduated school she got a job she was in the present for i think it was three years if i'm i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that's what happened and so by the time she gets back to inuyasha she's definitely at least like 20 or 21 she's 20 or 21 rin was 14 when i think we first meet or is she much younger than that am i I wrong thought younger she was like a kid kid when she meets up with sashomaru at least that's what i can remember yeah, and then when the series ends, you're telling me only three years? No, because then they do, in that same, I don't know, somewhere within one of the episodes, either you're coming up to it or it's, it, it happened. But they do actually say, because there's a five-year five timeline from Kagome and all of them being, when she was back into, in, the, in feudal Japan and like her and Inuyasha okay. getting together. So I don't even think uh, Mahora or any of them are born yet in until that like almost that five-year period is about over sure and then you ha- so that would put rin po- okay that makes more sense Rin's yeah maybe like 19 which you also have to remember it's feudal japan yeah, so at I the end of the day I it. <laughs> it's like 16 17 wouldn't be too weird to for her everyone's ages are <laughs> to have a kid <laughs> <laughs> no not to have a kid <laughs> just just wanted to know if that timeline made sense to me <laughs> They give you timelines. It takes place in the future. X amount of years have passed. They have kids now. Okay, I just roll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the boards are ones like insane. Yeah, the boards are timelines crazy. Is do we know if this is longer than thirteen episodes? Um, as of right now, I'm. I think so. I think it's continuing. I think it is going to go full twenty six, but I don't know. I don't know if it'll go full twenty six. Full tw- isn't that two seasons or yeah. is that one season? No, no, that that's two generally. Ah, interesting. Because then I was going to say, I think it's definitely getting two seasons, but I think it's also based on um, how popular it's it is. Tough. I watch now. I used to try to watch like everything that was coming out and give it a couple episodes, but then you find it's just there's so much coming out now. Yeah, at such a quick pace that you almost have to be selective on the things that you're going to give 
chances. So I try to wait like a couple of weeks behind, or maybe I'll let a even a full season go. Like I'll wait until spring to watch all the winners. Yeah. And now it's like, am I gonna just because because then you get the, the choice of watching dub and you can you can listen to a dub. Yeah. Pay attention when it's important, and then other than that, I'm working on computers all the time. So <laughs> like I'm doing my work. I've got the anime off to the side. If it's cool, I have to watch every detail. If not. I can hear the story because that's yeah. what's happening. But now my my main order is like, if it's going to be 13 episodes, I'm probably definitely going to wait until the next season. So that way the translation's either done mm-hmm. or almost done by the time I start watching. Sure. Yeah. I mean, as of right now, I almost want to say, I think it is caught up. I'm not, don't fully quote me on that, but they're doing they're. I feel like they're cranking out these dubs so much faster than they used to. Cause like the the episodes are only maybe two or three episodes behind, so like they started the show, but then three episodes, four episodes later, they dropped the first dub, which I I'm pretty impressed by. It's the same thing. Have you happened to catch any Jujutsu Kaisen? I have not. One of my I've heard about Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, like the only big anime that I gave a sh- I gave, I watched an episode. Actually, I lied earlier. I didn't watch two episodes. I only watched the one of tower of god because mm-hmm. uh, my friend sparks on the show he watched it it's he said that it's good but it kind of uh, at the later on in the season but that first episode didn't really like snag me sure it's yeah. it's weird because i with anime nowadays it's just like there's just like like thor said there's just so much content there's just so much anime there's so many, many different things yeah if for an anime for me to start watching an anime i feel like i, I have to fall into it or mm-hmm. people just keep talking about it, they won't shut up about it. it's like okay i'll give this a shot that's how i got yeah. into my hero academia everyone was talking about it you ryan Janina, <laughs> Haley, all of them are you're always cosplaying as uh no not always but you're cosplaying a whole lot of my hero academia characters so i'm like yes. all right you know what? I'll, give, I'll give this a shot and it's like hey this anime is actually really good i mean yeah people yeah. like unfortunately like to crap on it because it's the most one of the most popular ones but it's like well it's popular because it's really good that's how people are though they like to sometimes people just want to be different everybody wants to be so different like edgy like ooh, i don't like this popular thing because it's popular when it's just like nah i'm pretty basic i mean i I used to be a huge sao fan and i because sao sword art online was on netflix for a while watched all of sword art online and i at first i was like oh no i really like this and then I was like, okay, I actually like the first half of the first season. And then the more I look into it, it's like, it's SAO. Yeah. Go into Alicization, dude. Go into it. Have you seen Alicization yet? No, but it's on my watch list. <laughs> Give it a shot. Give it a higher priority. Bump it up because it gets real good again. Okay. And uh, did you, so Gun Gale, the one with the female main character, I really enjoyed. It was just like, like its own standalone it really had nothing to do with anything that that gun gale with with kirito did yeah and i think when they had success with that they were like oh you know what there's a lot of cool aspects of this world and we know how to tell stories really well maybe it's not so much about kirito and it's more about this world that we've been building and stories i can live with that though that doesn't bother i don't know it's hard because sometimes that's that's kind of the turning point in some of these animes where they blow out the world a lot like I didn't, I haven't watched more Sword Art online. I uh, like I haven't watched any of these spinoffs. Um, and I, but there's other part of me that was like, okay, I get it. It's sort of it's an isekai. Say, it's only one real spinoff, but uh, there's there are three of them. Well, it's one 
through line. Okay. With Kirito and then a pure spinoff with Gun Gale. I think I tried to watch Gun Gale and I was irritated that it didn't have any of the main characters. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't really tell anybody what you were getting into. And I was like, I'm out. They just put you in it. But I think that was a trial. Keep going though. Oh, um, but I think that's sort of, you can fall into that trap where you want to see main, like characters that you know and you like and you've grown yeah. with. But then also you're like, well, but the world is cool. Like I'd be interested. I don't know if they're actually going to do it, but like with My Hero Academia, they do have a whole villain storyline. I know at least manga wise they do. Uh, I would be interested in, would I be interested in following that journey because I like the world or is it, I'm just such a big fan of characters of that show, like Deku or you know all might or the, the kids oh like mm -hmm. all of them maybe i class 1a uh or am i only into it because i really just like class 1a which is or some of the heroes that sure. already exist like that's i think it's such a delicate line in in figuring out like would i continue watching something like sword art online i fell out of it because literally that first few episodes of gun gale i tried to watch it it was on netflix and i just kind of was like What's happening? Well, I think when you're doing a serialization, it's really challenging and it's a big risk to find out whether or not people are more interested in the world or the characters. And mm -hmm. I, that's what I think the whole gentle thing was about in My Hero. Was, oh, could but he they picked the wrong... Well, no, it didn't pick a wrong character. It's just they created this character that didn't really have much to do yeah. with the story. Gave him... I mean, he has a nice story overall yeah but it is not at all what i care about true which one is which is, character is that uh i don't know if you're there yet uh gentle criminal yeah. you're unfortunately so i'm not entirely sure where you stopped because i was going to also say i'm like well there's no real rush <laughs> on my hero academia because at the beginning of season what is it season four at this point the beginning of it is pretty good i'm trying to remember what happens at the beginning of this the season beginning, they're getting assigned mentors oh no 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 all the mirio and all of yeah they're going they're doing um they can do internships or whatever not but like no, real no, internships i think it's was that season maybe i thought that was season three when they get their provisional hero licenses because that's where i'm at i'm on season so three and you're heading into, into that, that. yeah, 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 well, yeah no, they already got their licenses all right yes. so yes. we already got they already got the, like um curious oh my god <laughs> you're not wrong don't be afraid you didn't say the wrong name it's not the exact name but it's the same character <laughs> um him and the and a few other members of class 1a except for toshiro and, Bak and uh bakugo kachan yeah they're going there they have their internships and they're also helping the police storm um a yakuza yes, yes. you're uh, okay i'm at, yeah, yeah. right in the middle where um okay it's not Todoroki it's to do with the bird the bird guy the shadow oh uh Tokiyami thank you so Tokiyami is about to fight this other guy teriyaki possibly <laughs> oh it's not teriyaki <laughs> okay so you're okay <laughs> yeah it kind of just keeps going that direction so you haven't met um Night Eye then okay so and, and that's why I'm thinking it's they're calling a mentors but you can already see that if it's not about going out and fighting the next monster. It's getting trained by the next guru. So there's only so many storylines that can push Shonen forward. Yeah. And right now, so that's what Dragon Ball was. Yeah. 
everything comes back to Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball was just about Goku finding the next master to learn stuff from. Okay. Right now, that's what Midori is going from. Oh. He's going through, I have to learn from this person. Yeah, now yeah, I have to yeah. learn from this person. That totally makes now sense. I have to learn from this person. When he becomes super strong, now I have to fight the next strongest person. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person's strongest in the world? Well, now I'm fighting the next strongest person in the universe. This is the, 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 the shown in the life path. cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Because, man, I was not expecting uh, – luckily, the, the final fight between All Might and um, one and All for One yeah. wasn't spoiled for me. Because when we got to that Good. part, because I was like awesome. really – because I remember you guys talking about that fight. I was like, okay, cool. I can listen to this now. I'm there. And, <laughs> Did we keep going? I don't know what <laughs> – No, because you were talking about like maybe All Might should have died. Maybe he should – Oh, maybah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he like, should he die? Though. Should he stay alive? I'm actually glad he isn't dead. Me yeah. too. I, I live there too. Because I feel bad for Izuku because he falls into that sad anime trope of my mom's around, but I don't know where my dad is. Stares yeah. at Ash Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> I still think it's Professor O. Go on. <laughs> You're telling me that this is, uh, they, they get three Pokemon every year and this year he noticed one absence and was like, you know what? I do have one in the back. <laughs> I don't know. Whoa. I'm just saying. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm sure you two have seen those memes of people of like of uh of uh people drawing these little things about and like Professor Oak talking to Ash. He's like, "Hey, Andrea's like, oh, my dad's not around," and then he thinks of Ash's mom and she's in like a skimpy outfit. And he's like, "Here, here's a Pokedex. Go catch all the Pokemon." <laughs> Did you know that in the very first Pokemon, I think it's either red or blue, mm-hmm. uh, that Professor Oak is supposed to be the final boss? I didn't know that. I heard that was supposed to be a rumor. Supposedly, it's been confirmed because it's it it's written that he can be a battler. Interesting. And so, but why, why, why? <laughs> uh, I want to say because I have seen people try to go and fight Professor Oak, but you have to hack the game to do it, and mm-hmm. it's a game breaking glitch if you do. Yep. Whoa! It's like if you do the Masingo glitch wrong. But where Masingo, you can get to Masingo easily just through simple game inputs. Whereas where Pokemon to fight Oak, you have to go through. You actually have to get into the game's code and mess with it. That's what I've yeah, heard. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure, but that's crazy. I mean, having Professor Oak as a, as like the final boss as like, hey, I've been your mentor throughout this, or it's like, hey, I helped you start. Now show me how strong you've gotten. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like, man, I wonder what, how Professor Oak would be in a Pokemon battle. That's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, he has so many Pokemon. I mean, or does he? Well, he just, you sent him them all. Yeah, yeah, you just, he's so much. Yeah, he has so all much, of your own Pokemon. He's all your Pokemon. Yeah. Ultimately, Pokemon's a pyramid scheme. Can you? <laughs> it totally is. It's like 10 years. It's like 10 years. Oh, God. I remember when I was 10 years old and I, no, I was turning 10 when Pokemon was getting big in the States. And then when I finally did turn 10, I was like, oh, my God, I could go out in the, on my own Pokemon journey. And my parents were like, sure, you can't get out. No, <laughs> no, you can't stand a chance. You have to pay rent. You have to live in a place, man. You have to live somewhere. You can't just That's so walk around funny. on a bike. Um, I mean, you can just walk around. You just there, a there won't be anything for you to catch unless you're just what are you catching strays? <laughs> Pokemon, go. 
Do you guys remember the the month the the that July in 2016 when Pokemon Go came out? Oh, so fun! I, I had so much fun. I actually used to take my dog on the longest walks playing Pokemon Go, and he would like he'd be so confused because of course I'd be doing like a little circle when you're like you think you're close to something. Also, people so friendly walking through the park. Somebody's like, "There's a Pikachu up ahead." No, people are not <laughs> the most friendly. <laughs> it was great. My. My buddy Rich and I went and saw somebody. We were basically taking pictures of a guy making out with a girl, sure. essentially. Yeah. And he was like, what are you doing? Put the cameras away. And we're like, we're catching something? We'll be gone here in just a minute. But we definitely killed the mood and the That's vibe. That's so fun. Also, yeah, a lot of people did not like that Pokemon house or centers were like right in front of their house or gyms were like other places. But then places that were smart, like bars were trying to make their gym, their, uh, their locations, actual Pokemon gyms mm-hmm. to get more people to just come in and catch Pokemon and drink. I remember serving so many people and they're just catching Pokemon in the bar. They're like, oh, there's like a Mewtwo next to you. No, there was never a Mewtwo next to me. But like, mm-hmm. Uh, friggin' Ekans. It was there were so many Ekans. An Ekans. <laughs> so many Ekans. They're like, they're just sitting there at the bar, reloading the game. It's like, <laughs> I know. It's like, uh. God, great that damn snake. I remember. Oh, no, because I I keep seeing memes, or even when because when Pokemon Go first came out, people were talking about like the, us who played it. I remember I got my mom into it for a short while, and then like of course a few years later, people were talking about like, man. That was like the closest we ever got to world peace. That's so, That's so funny. Yeah. It's true. If though. only you would have let us train our freaking Pokemon, then we would have been fine. And then you do it based off of seasons. You get rid of all your Pokemon every six months, and a new season comes out, and then you go out and catch them again. Well, keep them. There was a well when the raid battles were introduced. There was like a little resurgence because I used to be a part of a Facebook mm-hmm. group, and we would try to find and hunt down legendary birds. Yeah, and, and then we were like, "He's like, hey, there's a Zapdos raid over. Here. This is the address. Come here because we need people to do this raid and fight the boss." That's incredible. I never even heard of. I I definitely was already out of Pokemon Go by that point in time. Yeah, no, I got back into it now. The I mean, because of quarantine, I haven't been able to go anywhere. The only times I remember like actively turning on Pokemon Go would be when I'm either at Disneyland or Universal or at a theme park. Oh, fun. Yeah, that's a great place to catch Pokemon. Because if I'm in line for summer, I'm like, well, I'm in a theme park. There's got to be Pokestops everywhere. So just like, "Mm, okay, oh, hey, cool. There's some stuff here. Oh, there's some stuff there. Nice, nice, nice. That's so funny. And the best part is, especially at Universal Studios, um, if you you go on the the studio tour. Yeah. Yeah. And you leave Pokemon Go on, it counts your steps. It counts it as a step. So you can, oh, so you're just hatching eggs. The tram goes slow enough that it won't register that you're in a car. Because yeah. if you go too fast, then it's going to be like, oh, hey, we can't get big areas. You're driving. But if you're in a, a butt on the tram, it's just slow enough. That's so funny. Look at that Pokemon hack. You just got, you guys just got that one for free. Oh, we would, <laughs> seriously, when we had passes to Universal Studios, I mean, we would go, we'd go enjoy the park. But we got to the point where we memorized the studio tour. And when you're going like almost uh, like once a week, two or three times a month, you that don't get me wrong. I love the studio tour. I wouldn't change it for the world, but it gets old quick. And you're really just there. Like Fanny and I would get off a of Harry of uh, the big Harry Potter ride, or we'd get off of Jurassic Park, and we'd be like, "You just want to do a studio tour and just hatch Pokemon eggs?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" That's we just it's just sit down for about an hour playing Pokemon. Yeah. 
well i was there with one of my best friends jeff and he would and he looked over because him and his girlfriend they're all like oh yeah universal we've been here so we haven't been in this place for so long and then he yeah. looks over at fanny and i we're just sitting there playing pokemon he's like uh, are you guys like not enjoying this he's like no no we are we just had this whole damn thing memorized that's so funny we know what the spiel is we know the true what the trivia is going to be if there's something yeah. we will perk up but other than that it's like we know we're gonna go here 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 and there that's very funny i was trained to tell people that that tour and i couldn't remember the beginning so there's that <laughs> i remembered a lot of it because Zinga kept saying it <laughs> yeah but then i panicked under pressure which was like what's that who why I don't know. That was me not getting a job at Universal Studios, you guys. But going through most of the training, I got to see a lot of cool stuff. I wonder if you can put that on your LinkedIn. Jobs I didn't get. <laughs> Jobs I didn't get. <laughs> I'd have a lot. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely put a few under mine. I'm just saying. No, I keep kicking myself in the pants because I would have loved to be a, to be a tour guide at Universal Studios. And I went to CSUN. That was 20 minutes away. Yeah. Why? It's one of those things where if I can go back in time to young me, like just moving into my dorm room for the first time, it's like, oh, bright eyed and bushy and not scared of what's going to happen 10 years down the line because I went to school sure. in 2009. And I'd be like, apply for a job at Universal Studios. You do it or I will smack you upside the head. I will tell you one thing, though. So everybody who was in my class, uh, most people were like, be happy you didn't get this job uh and most of them actually left within they either lasted six months to maybe two years doing it but they're like this job blows i don't know i don't know what anybody was expecting to be honest i don't six think months to two years is a good run they well that's i mean that's what they were saying but they were just like no you lucked out you lucked out i don't know if, i was just like it's fine any job that when people look at it in the past and they're like that was an awesome job I think most people are happier with where they are now. I guess so. Sure. You know, now <laughs> you miss a job. What's your, what's your, where do you, where do you, I would need to know. <laughs> the best job I ever had in the world was when I worked as a board operator for 790K ABC. It's a radio station. It's a sister station to 95.5 KLOS here in Los Angeles. It's a classic rock station. My senior, my graduating year of college, I scored an internship there on my last semester so I, I walk, I graduate, or graduate. There, that's another story. Um, <laughs> and then after I was, and then after I was done, I, I go on my vacation. I come back home. They call me up, and they're like, "Hey, since you're officially at school now, do you want to come in for an interview for a job?" And I'm like, yeah. "Yes, I do." So, because that's what I graduated in. I have a degree in radio production. Oh, wow. So, of course, I go in. They're, they're pretty, it really wasn't an interview. It was more of like, yeah, I know um, graveyard shift isn't the best, but everyone in radio, they have to start off in graveyard shift. Mm -hmm. and, and I know you're – and, hey, maybe you can move up. We'll, we'll try to figure some stuff out. I know talk radio is not really your thing that you told us that, but you did such great work as an intern. We want to start you here. We have an opening for you. It's Saturday and Sunday from midnight to 5 a.m. I know it sucks but wow, wow. that's that's the shift and to me i was like i'll fucking take it i don't i don't ah. i don't care because it was um it was a sister station to a station i already loved and listened to my entire life or a good mm -hmm. chunk of my life I worked there for a year and i loved it um and people may be like oh man that sounds so boring because especially because um i just ran the board i would just sit there in an empty room all by myself maybe sometimes that we would have like talk show hosts do their thing, but it only be for like one hour and then they would leave. Mm -hmm. And I just run syndicate shows, just make sure ads would play, write down the log, 
But the best part of the night came around like two in the morning when I would just hit play on a pre-recorded hour-long infomercial. Just hit play on that, and I would just sit back. We had TVs up above us. I just watched Sports Center, or I bring my comic books, or I, or yeah. I mess around. I just make sure the volume is up to make sure I can listen to the. If we were transmitting, make sure the transmitter was transmitting. Yeah. And then the first five minutes of every hour, we do the news. I hit play. I just sit back and relax. So did you quit this job? What happened? I, I left not because I hated the job. I left because I it was not sustaining me. Wow. And it yeah, wasn't that. I, and I didn't want to leave either because I was even talking to um, the production director, the one who essentially got me into the door. And he said, yeah. he's like, yeah, this sometimes this industry really sucks. And I'm, I'm sorry. And you need to survive. And we can't. And this isn't it. And yeah. even some other people I work with who who do work in radio, who have been working in radio, doing the same job I've been doing, they've been doing that for over 15 years and work at four different stations. Sure. Jeez. Sure. And that was our segment, Adults Talking Adults. <laughs> it's adults talking adult life, man. That's such a bummer. But I mean, I, I definitely feel you. I mean, looking back, that was easily the best like actual working job I ever had. People should know this by this point, but Ben is quite the gamer. What are you currently playing? Quite a bit, actually. So mm. um, <laughs> funny enough, like once we're done with uh, we're done recording here, my brother, who also lives on the East Coast, he lives in Florida. Sure. Uh, he and I have been co-oping Bloodborne together. He got okay. me uh, Dark Souls 3 a few years ago for Christmas. A year went by with us never touching it. And then he finally yeah. calls me up and says, install it in your, in your system right effing now. We're playing it. We co-op Dark Souls, and then he actually paid for me to get Bloodborne, the complete edition. Yeah. So we're co-oping that. Besides um, Bloodborne, I also got uh, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity for the Switch. How is it? I love it. Yeah. That's the first. Is this the prequel or something? Yes, it is Certain... a prequel okay. to Breath of the Wild. So if you play Breath of the Wild, you're seeing all the stuff that happened before the Calamity took over. And it's like, oh, I know what happens to you. I know what happens to you. I also really know what happens to you. You made me cry. This is going to get sad. It's like, it's, it's like you're watching so the funny. Star Wars prequels and then up comes Anakin Skywalker. And you're like, mm, I know what you're going to do later. <laughs> so, That's so yeah. funny. And I, so I'm enjoying that. And then last weekend I treated myself. I bought myself Super Mario Maker 2 and Link's Awakening for the Switch as well. I haven't put in Link's Awakening yet. But I have been playing a little bit of Super Mario Maker 2. God, that game is so cool. I'm still very oh. early into the story mode. I'm also I've been dabbling in uh, some of the player-made stages just to, just to mess around. People yeah. are creative. That's so cool. I remember there's this the one of the first stages, it was a winter stage I played, and there's this one part where it said, okay, just try to run. And as I'm running, I hear the opening bars to let it go. <sighs> Isn't that copyrighted? <laughs> How do they I mean, it's made of Mario. I mean, yeah, it's oh, Mario. Is can, it like Mario, 8 bit? Yeah, it's like um, because Mario Maker, you can make music in the game, and it goes okay. through your levels. Like one of the recently, one of the best level or one of my favorite ones that caught me by surprise is like, hey, here's anime openings, uh, anime theme songs as a level, and you just it's just Mario going through a level. You you're not jumping, and there's no hazard. It's just some guys like I'm gonna make a level that has a bunch of anime tunes in there, and the last song was uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion's theme. Oh, that's awesome! That's so cool, man. This thing, I don't know, just playing Mario Maker too, because I know there's like the super hard levels. I haven't gotten there yet. Sure. 
but so i'm playing bloodborne i'm playing i'm like going back and forth between mario maker hyrule warriors i'm gonna go i'm gonna start Link's awakening soon hopefully mm-hmm. um i really also need to play metroid samus returns because i have that on my 3ds because I also finally got uh, Metroid Fusion. I want to play through all the Metroid games. I beat. Are they still making games for the 3DS? Uh, no. Well, actually, okay, actually, mm, they stopped making a system, but I, I, I want to say they stopped production on the games because they're focusing on the Switch. But third party might be still putting games out for the 3DS. Interesting. Because I know uh, the, the eShop is still supported. I know that, so they're probably they're not pulling the plug on the 3DS just yet, which makes me happy because there's a few games I want to get for that still. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to be drawing to a close here, but I still have a final kind of a final question. Is there any anime or games or anything that you are looking forward to this upcoming year since we are still in January of it? Mm, okay. Well, still in January. I feel like this is a bit of a cop out because it technically came out last year in November, but I really want Demon Souls for the PS5. Okay. <laughs> um, I blame my brother because he got me into Dark Souls. We played all Dark Souls in 2020, playing through Bloodborne. I absolutely love it. Um, I really, really want Demon Souls. And I mean, I just want a PS5 straight up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. I want a PS. I'm straight up. I just want a PlayStation Five. Sure. But Demon Souls, that's the first in like the quote unquote the Soulsborn series, which is like really tough. You see the you die screen a lot. Yeah, he my brother was lucky enough to get a PS5 and he has told me it looks it's absolutely gorgeous. Mm, it looks so wow. good. It is so fun. It is it is hard. But I want to say Demon Souls as for other stuff in 2021, real stuff, Pokemon Snap. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I love it. Pokemon Snap. What about you? Oh, my God. When they even announced a new Pokemon Snap, I'm like, my prayers have been answered. Let me go. Can I go on a quick little tangent for a hot Please. second? I know we're going. I would to- love I, I know you said we're drawing to a close, but I just want to get, oh my God, Pokemon Snap, the original one, that is such a nostalgia thing for me. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. I know if you listen to my show, The Fake Nerd Podcast, I'm known as nostalgia's bitch on the show because <laughs> anything old stuff, it's like, mm, oh, that Ben likes that thing right there. That's, that's certainly the thing he likes. Uh, I remember playing Pokemon Snap because we, <clears throat> there's a collector show here in SoCal called Frank and Sons. If you, got, if you guys ever come out to Southern California and like it's safe and COVID's over, Hit me up. Sure. I'll take you there. You're you're both gonna love it. It's like a nerd swap meet. It's awesome. Oh, that sounds fun. We bought the N64 game for my best friend for his birthday. He loaned us to it because I had a 60 N64 at my old house, and myself, one of my my sister air quotes, and my girlfriend, we played through the whole game and finished it in 45 minutes. Wow, fast. Wow. Yeah, and we realized it's like, damn, this game is not as uh, long as we remember it to be. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I remember having a lot of pictures that I took of Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, from what I remember playing, I also I didn't know was there an ending to that game. I don't remember. <laughs> the ending, like the last level, is you need to take a picture of Mew. But to get to oh. Mew, you have to do all these like secret, do all these little secret little knickknacks. We used a guide to figure out what to do because once yeah. we unlocked all the main levels, it's like okay, that can't be it. And then it was like, oh, okay, there's more. And then we realized, like, wow. Not to say Pokemon Snap sucks. It, it doesn't. But it's like, that's uh, that's that was really quick. That's so funny. But still, so funny. I, I remember every Nintendo E3 or every time Nintendo was going to announce something, people were like, there's always that one dude in the far corner who would poke up and say, new Pokemon Snap, please. I love it. I think the Switch is 
probably the best thing to come i don't know out of gaming it's a bold Why do statement we're going down a river a thousand times in pokemon snap who knows i don't remember Is it, i felt like i had to do that a bunch <laughs> were you taking a picture of a fish no <laughs> it's like things on the side of the river and that's all i remember over and over i just find pokemon snap hilarious because that's the one game where the game is the photo mode and every other game that has a photo mode in it breath of the wild pokemon sword um fucking final fantasy 15 all yeah. these games with photo modes in it i never touch it pokemon snap <laughs> gimme that's I so funny. Took, I play. I took a lot of pictures in Final Fantasy. I did too. I all, all of Prompto's like missions or like any time it yeah. was like go get a good picture constantly. I, like, I guess I'll all I was. Over. I guess I was doing nothing. Dude. <laughs> exactly. I've been driving like, for. I'm, we're literally in two route hours. To place, but you want to take a pic? Like I guess. <laughs> I for for me, I'm like playing it as like, hey, there's a side quest that's way over there. I'm like, yeah. it's experience points. Might as well just yeah. do a side quest and go back. So- funny are you excited about anything for 2021 um yeah lots of things i'm always excited i'm an optimist so no matter what i make the best of whatever situation whoa all right okay but recently if we're talking about games sure i will play any free steam game with anyone okay i'm not saying like i won't pay for anything it's just i feel like there's a lot of free games (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i i'm always in front of a computer at this point in my life so that's hilarious i, I guess so basically guys uh thor wants you to friend him on steam <laughs> and he friend would me on the discord oh let's sorry a D- like just let's go we'll play put in the general chat because not enough is happening there anyway <laughs> that's hilarious just say hey at me and play and I'll play whatever play wherever. a game i'm extremely competitive so if you want it to be against you be, be prepared to not be friends yeah, by the end of that. Unfriend you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, do you have any animes you're excited about or no? Probably. Um, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon three? I, I mean, I still I run to that. Uh, the, that his theme is one of the easiest things to to run to, and there's an hour long loop of you just. I think it's called Dan Machi. If you put hour long theme on, on YouTube, uh, that is like one of the most, it's like, it's the perfect amount of amp up because it's the theme that comes on when he starts realizing like, I have to try hard. I have to work hard. Yeah. And, oh dude, it's the best. Yeah. I'm just happy you mentioned it. Cause that's, I, cause I was thinking, I was like, hmm, I wonder what we're going to, cause Inga never told me what we were talking about today. I was like, hmm, I wonder what we can talk about. I was like, I was thinking, whatever we want. I was like, oh, we could talk about animes like we remember watching but haven't found because I have a few of those. It's like, yeah, or we could talk about like fan service animes because like I could just pop in. It's like anime titties. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I am so glad you found your uh, is around to pick up girls in Dungeon Fan because that is one of my favorites. I absolutely love that series. It's great. It There's really so good. much I good can. about it. I don't like I like animes that like have elements mm-hmm. of whatever trope that they're they're in, but then find different ways to tell a story i mean there's only so many stories out there so it's like if you can find a creative way to do it but or if you can be so on the nose <laughs> and deliver it in a good way i like them both but the ones who are like who, who aren't are telling me the same story but not adding a fun twist i think i'd almost like to see just what i expect mm. or a different way and what i'm saying is it's wrong to pick up a girl in girls in dungeons is I I don't know if there's anything I think it does all everything really well. 
I think the characters are likable. I think the story's different. I would. It's it's a fan service, but one of the things I love about it. Sorry, I'm going tangent. <laughs> no, no, please. <laughs> things I love about it is around to pick up Grizzlin Dungeon because I remember mentioning it to my friends on the podcast, and all three of them like perked up, going, "Excuse me, Ben, what are you watching here?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Shut! It's not like that. It's not like that." Because a lot of um animes that have like a tie like that, like um one of one of the animes I also enjoy, High School DxD. The Issei mm-hmm. Hyoto, the main character, he is a total perv, complete lash. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of the girls are just like, oh, that's part of his charm. Bell Cranell is the exact, I mean, he's not a prude, yeah. but he is not after, he's essentially not after the biggest pair of boobs he could find. He's just, yeah. I want to get, because he sees Eyes Valenstein. He's mm-hmm. like, she is the strongest. I want to be like her. Not as in, yeah. oh, I want her be in bed with me. He just wants to get as strong. That's his driving force. And mm-hmm. also his devotion to Hestia, the goddess, is, I find it so refreshing. Because I don't see Izzeron pick up girls in Dungeon as a harem anime. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it has the harem anime tropes, of course. Yeah. But it's not like one guy, a bunch of girls, they all want to jump on the dude naked. It's yeah. one guy, a few girls. I mean, yeah, you can tell all the girls have like, or two of the girls in the in the Hestia Familia have crushes on him. One is just full mm-hmm. blown head over heels, but they yeah. all respect him. Yeah. So I just love Izzeron Pale Girls in Dungeon because he's not trying to sleep with any one of them. He just wants to get stronger and get better. Yeah. I th- I think with with the main girl, he's he he's definitely attracted to. He just doesn't think that he thinks he has to earn her respect like he, he has to be strong before he's okay with it which i also like that i think that's a it's a fun way if you relate it again to like being an adult work relationships exist i mean if you and it's really that line between respect and respect admiration and then like legitimate attraction it's pretty close together <laughs> that's... I, I mean especially in season two because it's obvious um the ishtar familia all the Amazons when they were really mm-hmm. trying to get on a bell. Oh yeah, yeah. And he, of course, like when the, he's always in those situations where girls are getting half naked and they're like trying to rub against him, he's like, mm, "No, thank you." Yeah, that's so funny. Focused. I like. I agree. I mean, I think uh, I actually really like it. I know we've we've all gone on tangents about fan service on the podcast before. That one really doesn't bother me. Actually, I don't think it's because it's not what it's about and that's you you expect it with that title yeah it's not really what the show's about yeah which i also delivers i really appreciate but also i've learned that especially with titles i don't know if it's because of the way like if we're doing literal i don't know who's translating the titles you know what i mean only in the sense that uh i i don't necessarily know like in japanese is that the exact direct is that the direct uh translation of is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon or is it something else is it like i don't know it could it could be exactly that i don't i bet i don't know it's like a detective conan case closed sort of deal because in japan that anime is known as detective conan but here in the states it's known as case closed because we have in our in american pop culture we have conan the barbarian yeah conan o'brien so if you have a show called Detective Conan, <laughs> Detective Conan O'Brien, which I Detective find funny because I can you because there's multiple actors and people with the same name, and it's like yeah. oh I can still I think nowadays especially in today's day and age where pop culture and being an anime fan and a nerd is such, is much more of a it's much more accepting that we can yeah. we know what things are and so if someone were to say oh Detective Conan and people like us is like oh you're talking about the anime. I mean, yes. yeah, you might have the case of casual going, 
Conan O'Brien did a detective show? What? Hilarious. See, this is my thing is I just wish I could search on YouTube because I've wanted to see somebody where uh, there's occasions where detect, uh, Detective Conan goes like, he started out in his adult male uh-huh. and occasionally they go back to his adult body. Yeah. I just want to see somebody cut that with Conan O'Brien and I want <laughs> him to be, I want his older version to be Conan O'Brien, and I don't know why that isn't done on YouTube. Oh my god, are you, I this... searched for it every couple of months because I expected somebody <laughs> to have done it or to have made it to at least have learned the editing skills to pull it off. But I just I haven't prioritized it. That's very funny. If anybody knows a good cut where Detective Conan O'Brien makes sense, <laughs> I'd like a link, <laughs> and I'd thank you for it. Okay, so that was your what you're looking forward to in 2021 was yeah but i would say is it wrong to pick up girls three and also detective, detective conan, conan o'brien, o'brien on youtube <laughs> those are my two i was only gonna say in the same note of uh <laughs> of like really long um anime names because i unfortunately like for me they don't when they translate in a weird way i tend to maybe not want to watch them like one of the ones i ended up sitting on uh, was Rascal Doesn't Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai because so oh good. oh I love it I love it so much I thought it was so good and I really I was actively avoiding that anime just because of the name just because I thought it was going to be some sort of harem bunny girl lots of boobs like I'm like this won't appeal to me and I honestly I watched the whole thing I watched it so fast and I was thinking about it for days after it had ended. Uh, it was the same thing, actually, weirdly, Gurren Logan. I thought about Gurren Logan for a very long time uh, after that had happened. Um, but yeah, it was it was really, really good. I don't know if you watched this, uh, and this is my recommendation. Um, Watoki, wait, what is it? Watoki, Love is Hard for an Otaku? Oh, uh, Wotoki, Love is Hard for an Otaku. If you have not watched this show, ah, I love it. It's so good. It's so, so good. And it was like another one where the name kind of made me go, I don't know. I don't think so. And uh, it was actually a really dumb TikTok video that I watched. Everybody was doing the name or everybody's doing this dance. Uh, which is the intro dance. And it really, I was like, what is this even from that? I ended up having to look it up. And I I also flew through that one. It's it's super good. It's yeah. so cute. It's about being a closet nerd, uh, also trying to find love. It's it's adorable. Like your your girlfriend would probably love this. Like you guys could watch this together and just probably really enjoy it. It's very funny. It's super good. I would probably definitely gravitate towards this because it. I still get uh, flashbacks from back in the day when I was in middle school and high school. And keeping my love of anime and, video- and certain video games a secret. Yeah. Like I told you um, when my first girlfriend and I got together, she would call me on the phone and I would be, and we would be talking on the phone, but I would mute my TV so I could be playing Final Fantasy 12 and like silent, just like level grinding. And yeah. then she would be talking and we'd be talking. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, nothing much. Just, just chilling while I'm trying to level up my characters. Cause I thought, okay, if she knows I'm playing a game like Final Fantasy, she's got to think I'm a total nerd and not want to no. go out with me anymore. I also love the second thing I love about this show is they're all adults, which is actually very fun too. They're all there. It's it's basically a workplace situation, um, which I, I absolutely love because I've been talking about wanting to have more like adult. And I did that just wishing that there was more adult characters in have you read anime. hardcore leveling warrior? I have not read website. hardcore leveling That's the warrior. the other part that I've 
bring up about webtoons and online novels is so many of them do involve adults and that's why i think one the best stories are rising to the top because there's so much content yeah and there's so much different content now because that's the only way to really stand out and people are starting to talk about what they know best and it's generally themselves so their age groups are, are coming out yeah and that's uh, again i'm I'm so deep into into light novels right now. Well, you're doing. I I am literally reading 25 webtoons right yeah, now. Yeah, well, <laughs> 25 of them, the and I'm obsessed. How many webtoons? Because I have the webtoons app as well. How many webtoons do I have on my on my? Subscribe? I'm reading like 25 of them. I mean, I <laughs> not 25, but I do have a a good chunk. What do you? What's your like normals? When you get the alert, what do you? Actually, absolutely... I don't have my notifications set. Then there that is <laughs> well you're probably saving money that way to be honest well okay so i'm still i'm i'm cheap i'm a cheap bastard i like just doing sure. i like to because uh one of the things i really like reading on that is a uh, mage and demon queen it's about a girl who falls in love with the demon queen and she's a human and of course she's a demon so that's like a very taboo relationship right there um i think the artist is from the philippines or indonesia Sure. Somewhere, somewhere in Southeast Asia, but uh, the aesthetic is, is fantasy anime vibes, so I really dig it. Mm. Another one I really like is Melancholy, which is which the artist is here in Amer- is here in America, and it's about a blonde girl in her thirties trying to find love. I love it. Send me that one. Uh, I will. <laughs> we did a book. Bu- I'm not gonna lie. We did a book cl- for my podcast. We did that, that was my pick for our segment known as the book club, and. The first few, the first few chapters are a little hard to get through because it's like, yeah. hmm, okay, but it does. In my opinion, it does get better as it goes on. Sure, it's because yeah, <laughs> just like life. Yeah, there's suit of armor that I just found out that I really like. Uh, I have Laura Olympus saved on there that I haven't touched. I actually, I loved Laura. I don't. It's. I think it's also one of those things though. I love Laura Olympus. It's very good. I fully caught up. Um, and I think you kind of fall into that trap when something becomes good, but like really fast. I. I and and because Correct. they're sort of writing it. Well, these are real people yeah and so, like the beginnings tend to be rocky because it's the first time they've probably really they've written stories but this Robert. is the first time that they've gotten to do it on a regular basis but the problem is is if it was popular, the beginning's good the... but maybe that's the case and yeah. then they wrote something really good and yeah they've never been asked to, to write it every it? week oh that's true because I, I think just i think allure olympus and also i don't know if you've or read to it. not end that's Un- another thing mm-hmm. to not end the story is probably just as hard as as anything else yeah have you watched un- or read sorry, watched unordinary which have is you like it with your with your TV? mind's eye have you in your mind's eye watched <laughs> I, call, I call it the brain tv <laughs> no actually i never heard of it oh unordinary it's just when you think of images i'm talking about ordinary thor <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry i misunderstood <laughs> unordinary is basically my hero academia but like if everybody was an edgelord <laughs> kind of unordinary is really really good up until like now after 80 the 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 now portion and so yeah but it's it's gonna be worth it you've committed time and now you know about hardcore leveling warrior too except i think hardcore leveling warrior was good longer yeah but then there is the stuff that i'm reading is good yes but i keep putting it off and postponing reading for like a month two months just it gives you a I nice amount of a buffer a nice amount to catch I, up on it's hard when you're being upset every week 
Yeah, it's really also very hard with some of these when you are like getting these weekly installments and a they feel very short and that's that's not a fault to the art of the author the author the author or anything it's Sometimes i mean it it's is, it's hard well but it's got to be hard you're literally the like gamer i'm looking at you <laughs> that's so funny um the, <laughs> the other one that i'm actually pretty obsessed with that i really like a lot is the uh the remarried empress is uh is a webtoon i'm reading right now that i actually i didn't expect to love but i love but i'm nervous because she did my favorite thing she tarantinoed it she started at the end of the story so we basically know where it's i mean i i have a feeling there will be more than that end that was just where she decided to start the story sure. so you know the end but now we're finding all the events like, how do we get here? And it's funny because this one's, I don't know, 70, 80 episodes in or 90 chapters at this point. Maybe not. I might be making that up. But people, if you go to the comments, which I also think is hard too, you're writing a story in real time and you have the comments. Like, don't you think you could possibly be influenced by yeah. what It'd people are saying? Which it, I think in a weird way could be a bad thing because it's still your story. You don't you know want to- what it's influenza you're an idiot <laughs> it's when you're affected uh -huh. by or maybe infected by the comments <laughs> you've contracted influenza oh okay, my go gosh but, but you know mm -hmm. the, you mentioned how how some of these authors have weekly because some of the authors i read because some of them put up daily and then others put up um weekly for uh, Melancholy, the author, Josh Nickerson, he puts up, we, he, he tries to do weekly. I mean, he'll put it up like, he'll put up like, well, like, hey, here's what's going on. I'm taking a break or whatever. Yeah. But the thing is when he puts up, um, he puts up like a page or two every week. And the art, I really like. I like his art yeah. and it takes a while. But it's very small snippets of the story. The one of the reasons why I keep my notifications off is that I just won't go into webtoons for like three or four weeks. And then one night I'm just laying in bed. I'm like, you know, I haven't checked this in a while. And then I go, cause I like, cause when I get stuck in a story, especially a story I really like or with characters mm -hmm. I'm invested in, I want to keep going. I want to see what yeah. happens to them. Whereas it's like, I get, I really hate it when I get to a part is like, Oh, I want to know what happens next. And then the little, the next arrow is grayed out. I'm like, God damn yeah. it. I can't go. I can't go yeah. forward. Yeah, you're like I'm still going. I think the only solution to that somewhat is is finding the completed stories. Yeah, but then they they put you on those dailies. I know for the people. Well, it's for a reason though, and it's for a good reason. What is it? Well, they still want you to if you're going to pay for the entire series for the money to go to a portion of the a portion of the money to go to the author, a portion yeah. of the money to go to the platform. Yeah. Um, the other the alternative would have just been you know spam with advertisements. Left I mean, because Major Demon Queen that i could pay for coins to advance a few chapters up in the story but i'm I'm too cheap so i'm like i'll, I'll just wait it's not worth it if it's an active ongoing yeah series it's worth it if you know that you, there's you have an four weeks until it's completed like i paid for sweet home when it was announced it was ending and i just kind of guessed on when it was so yeah. i got everything outside of the final notes by the author and i was like i will wait yeah for those five weeks for his <laughs> send-off notes i'm all in yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think webtoons is such a interesting um, concept. I think it's, I think it's very cool that like anybody can just pick up a story and and just do it, um, which I think is such a very, very cool. I don't know. I guess it's basically YouTube. It's YouTube for 
comics. No, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's visual novels. I mean, but I'm saying as in anybody can do it. I, I Anybody could do visual novels. That's what they, that's, that's that space. Th- except faster. Yeah, but it, I think it just feels easier. You say visual novels to me, my eyes have glazed over and I'm like, I don't think I can do that. Visual <laughs> novels taught me how to date, ladies. Oh my God. I'm single. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Have you, anyway. have you been playing? Uh, um, oh, what's what's? The, I love you, Colonel Sanders. Thor. No. I wish. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't, are you serious? You don't know what I'm I love serious. you, Colonel Sanders is? Oh my no. god! Uh, oh lordy. Okay, so get guys, get prepared for this shit. I love you, Colonel Sanders. Is a dating sim where the end goal is for you to go out and fall in love with Colonel Sanders. That's. The most insane thing I've ever. Heard. Yeah, there's no way I'm learning how to date. Here that. is the craziest shit. It is not a fake thing because I because when I saw this, I thought it was fake. I thought, oh, there's no way in hell they would ever do this. KFC actually found a studio. They made the game, and they turned Colonel Sanders into an anime guy. That's outstanding. Amazing. Look at that branding. Look at that. Yowie. Yowie. <laughs> Well, okay, because you are your girl, and you're going to, and you're attending one of this like prestige, uh, this like prestige cooking kind of like Totski from Food Wars. Sure. Where you're attending yeah. this uh, culinary school, and Colonel Sanders is one of the students there, and That's you could actually so die in the game. Like right. I watched the Game Grubs play this because I was just like, I need to know what the fuck this is. And as I was watching this. There's a part, I forgot what the thing was, but I guess you like, you bite into one of the pieces, the kernels, pieces of chicken. <laughs> is it just undercooked chicken? Is that the cause of death? I don't know. What it is. I forgot <laughs> what it is. Not by a game sponsored by them. It would no, no, never no. be the first. Game Grumps was the only reason why they did that is because KFC gave them a sponsorship and they said, oh. "Hey, to put out an 11 minute video of you guys playing this game, we'll give you money for it." So That's it was a totally sponsored here. video, but I thought it was just so fucking hilarious that they made uh, a Colonel Sanders dating sim. Yeah. That's very funny. Yeah, he's well, you <laughs> you talking about dating sims has is just making me want to ask one more question. Do you watch any have you watched any like idol um animes? Yeah. I I don't I don't think so. I want to I'm not against idol animes. I don't think I have, but if you mention something I was like, "Oh yeah, I have seen an anime." And they go, "Oh yeah, that's an idol anime." I uh, card captors that's not an idol anime is it uh i don't think i i guess i'm thinking of idol magical more girl. in the sense like who that's magical girl oh yeah that's magical girl yeah card captor i mean when i saw it on come back on once again going back to the time machine because i used to love watching card captors on kids wb after pokemon because i thought yeah. it was so cool where she like you have the cards and you catch them i was like oh man that's a really cool concept and then of course years later it's like oh you mean card captor sakura i'm like isn't it just called car captors it's like how dare you disrespect that name you know, <laughs> you know four kids being doing what four kids does one yeah the insane <laughs> one i know i've oh my god i've seen so many funny things about like i guess i did not i i was maybe i'm too old for this at this moment in time i actually just watched card captor sakura for the sakura you know it's crazy you say it like that because the first dub 
calls her card captor Sakura like eight million times. Well, because the tra- because the dub's crazy. Everybody sounds like they're from New Jersey. <laughs> like half the voices are nuts. Like I thought Sakura's voice is adorable. I thought her older brother's voice is actually pretty good. Everybody else's voice is insane. And the crazy fact about that one is the girl who did a lot of the voices of the characters. She was Irish. Really? She was doing, yes, but she was doing this weird, like, she thought Jersey was, like, the way to go. Okay. That's a, that's a weird side note. But, uh, uh, Idol, so, I'm trying to think of, like, what a big Idol one is. The only reason I'm bringing this up is just because I want more people to watch this current anime that's going on. It's called D for DJ first mix and it isn't i'm pretty confident it is an idol um an idol anime because it's basically these girl groups they all go to the school but like being a dj is how you get like ranked in the schools really <laughs> yes there's like school rankings about who's the best dj is there a tournament arc of them trying to be the best dj i they're small yes in a way there are these small arcs so they have these things called units which are basically like j-pop groups so like you'll have somebody singing somebody's djing somebody might be playing a live instrument and then there's dancing and there's visual art artistry behind it all of this is just to say that the songs are super catchy. You end up really rooting for certain groups where you're just like, nah, this group, they gotta go all they gotta go all the way. And it's really good. If you just want to watch something turn your brain off and smile, that's the anime you should be watching for 2021, you guys. D for DJ, first mix. <laughs> So yeah. You guys me that because I got to watch it. It's so cute. I, I'm like obsessed with it right now. At first I was like, this sounds dumb. And then it's not dumb. It's great. It's pretty great. The other thing for 2021 I'm very excited about as I just read the Demon Slayer movie is finally coming. Demon Slayer is coming and I'm excited about it. All right. So remember way earlier in this episode when I said about how I just fall into anime sometimes? Yes. Demon Slayer is one of those anime that I know I need to watch. You do. It is good. My girlfriend watches it. <laughs> she thinks it's really good. I would even I even send her memes when I find stuff on Nangak thinking, huh, this is funny. I would send her a meme of it. And she's like, oh, that's cute. You have no idea what's going on. I have no fucking clue what's happening here. Or worse yeah. yet, I would watch um like Team Four Star. They did a Demon Slayer in six minutes video. And I think that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that <laughs> Demon Slayer in six minutes. Yeah, and also the, I think the theme song is really dope. Because I, I, oh. I, heard, I heard snippets of so the Demon good. Slayer theme song. So it's, once again, Demon Slayer is one of those things. Like, it's on my watch list. And I just need to yeah. be, just like, like tunnel vision myself is like, hey, don't look at your Switch. Don't look at your PS4. Watch your animes. Just Yeah, here's, so here's the thing. So Demon Slayer, for me, I started it, stopped it, didn't watch it for like, eight months then came back to it and now i'm obsessed with it uh because i thought i thought the the first three to four episodes i thought it was kind of slow um also i can't remember if i was watching the japanese version or if i was actually watching a dub because i googled it and apparently funimation is saying that the dub is on there but now i don't remember if i watched it in english or japanese like i don't remember uh but it was it was very good and once it really picked up i actually had to google is the animation this beautiful and this good or is this or do I just like this? <laughs> and the answer was uh, in its episode 19 where you're going to go, is the animation incredible or 
is this just i just really like this the answer is apparently no the animation really is that good the animation is very good i need to watch it i'm looking forward to you it. should you'll really like it. it i mean well yes if you like my hero you'll really like it love live is the is the answer when it comes to idol anime thank you love live i don't know i haven't watched any of those a3 is also what do you think of k-on is k-on no no not it no just slice of life okay i heard of k-on that's that's the girl band right yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so cute i've seen snippets of k-on i'm pretty much just like people just like tossing stuff up on like online stuff here and there so i know k-on i know k-on is a thing um, yeah. But as for like going back to your original question, Inga, yeah, about what <laughs> about if I actually have seen any idol anime, um, I, I guess my answer is no. It's not because I'm not opposed to it. It's just that a bunch because you guys know me. I love stuff. I love fight. It's it's weird. I am not that typical dude who watch. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love watching uh, action anime like Welcome to My Favorites, Rurouni Kenshin and Mobile Suit Gundam. That's got sword so fights. That's got giant robots blowing shit up. And also, yeah. you have the other side of me, where I'm reading Love Hina. I am watching uh, Is Around to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon. I am watching romantic animes, because I really like that stuff, sure, too. Sure. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I think it's good to have a really good, diverse anime taste. Uh, like, when my brother was younger, Shonen was his jam. Now, it's more uh, psychological thriller. Wait, what did you say was about my jam? Shonen. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Shonen was your jam. I thought you called it said so, shoujo. Shoujo like, was your shoujo was your jam. <laughs> shoujo was my jam. I always think about golden time. What's golden time? It's just the girl who forgot. Like I think she lost her memories. Is that? And then she falls in love with like a bunch of dudes. And I watched it. I remember it. That's so. I've never heard of that. And that's so Golden's funny. Pretty good. I, uh, I I I I would say that when I was younger, I still am so, shoujo all the way. But now I'm more, uh, not more, but I think I've just been most most recently watching a ton of shonen. I've now become a 13 year old Japanese boy. <laughs> All I do is watch <laughs> shonen anime. I'm like, give me that One Piece, give me that Bleach, give me that not nar- Natsu, give me that Naruto. <laughs> just give you that Natsu. <laughs> give me that Natsu. <laughs> no wait, Natsu. Where's Where's Natsu from? Demon Slayer. Fairy tale. Fairy tale. Oh, no, duh. fairy tale. <laughs> you know, I started fairy tale. My favorite. I started yeah. Fairy Tale. I got like 13 episodes in and I really liked it. It was when Natsu was going to take out that S class bount or that S class yeah. bounty. And then I yeah. stopped it. Cause I remember, cause when I was watching Fairy Tale, I was like, wow, this reminds me a lot of Brave Master. Well, duh, yeah. Ben, guess what? It's made by the same freaking guy. Oh, That's yeah. so funny. I didn't know that. You know Dot Hack Sign. Oh, God. I well, love Dot Hack Sign. I was like, does nobody remember Dot Hack Sign? No, just, nobody remembers or talks about it. Excuse me, Professor like, Thor. I remember Dot Hack Sign. That show was fucking awesome. That's the one. That's the one that got us like before video games, like going into video games and that being your world was a thing. I'm like, Dot Hack Sign's been done. That's so funny. And it was awesome. <laughs> and it had a billion spinoffs. That's oh, hilarious. Man. Let's see, because there's Dot Hack GU. Yeah. I had my buddy gave me the manga version of that, but I didn't. But I think I got rid of it when I moved because it was just taking up space. And I, it was like I never finished reading it. God, what see, else? I think some people question my my ten thousand hours, but it's like five thousand of them were in Dot Hack Sign. So <laughs> just just know that. That's very funny. <laughs> I remember wanting to get the Dot Hack PlayStation Two games because because yeah. the the cool thing about those games I thought was really cool, especially back in when they came out in like the early two thousands, was that your save file carried over. So if you played the yeah. first game and you had super strong characters, you can move them over to the second game or to the second game and still have all your items and shit intact. 
you didn't have to start all over i was like wow that's a really cool thing did i buy the games no did i enjoy it did i like what they did yes do i regret not buying them also yes yeah now that you say that i mean i wish square enix would do that with final fantasy 7 the remake but i don't i i feel like i've already heard rumors of they're not that they're all kind of going to be their own standalone games Mm. which is like okay because I mean, I guess you don't want to start off with an, a level what one hundred cloud or something. I mean, yeah, of course you do, but then maybe the game would not be fun. I, I want to say the Cap and Seven remake is fifty. Okay, yeah. maybe I was making that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Cap because there's a trophy associated with reaching with getting Cloud, Barrett, Tifa, and Aerith all the way to level fifty. Wait, are you talking about the remake? Yeah. Oh, okay. To, uh, to I was get like the platinum. We had that that platinum trophy. He's, I, he's like, look, got I got things trophy. to do. Wait. No, actually, one of the other games I've been playing is uh, Near Automata. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've been jumping back and forth with uh, Near Automata. So, um, yeah, that's I, I'm not in the super sad stuff yet, but I'm getting there. That's that funny. is a game that if uh, it's like, are you prepared to lose? Because <laughs> you will. Actually, I don't know if it's because my dark. It's me playing Dark Souls and Bloodborne, but I remember because you know that. Um, so you know in Two B storyline where you have that uh rope that uh machine uh um black belt that's on top of a roof over by the desert entrance. I am not built for games where I die a lot. I am built. That is a game that I gave that that first run and realized that that was the end, and that was the appropriate end. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, because at work in IT, all you do is fail a thousand times. Then you learn through your failure. Mm-hmm. I don't need my games to be like that. That's funny. That's Hades, basically. Yeah. Oh, which is Hades. I've I sadly uh, I actually haven't picked it up since I finally. Well, no, I, I did. But uh, I stopped playing it again since I realized that. Yeah, you every I don't know. I don't know what the full ending of this game is. I don't know what the full ending of the game is going to be. I don't know. As much fun as it is to run the same maze over and over and over again. Um, and then all they do is try to make it harder by letting you have handicaps. Sure. They just keep handicapping you like every time you go through the the dungeon. I mean, you can choose to be handicapped or not, but there's you know, no without the risk. What's the reward? Uh, but I just I don't know. It's for me, I, I've, I've lost the interest. Like I liked the thing with Fire Emblem three was even though it was, you know, it's the same timeline, but alternate stories, but like, at least there's like an end there, but you, whether how far you get to know the whole ending or not is, you know, up to you, but like, you could also be like, all right, blue lions ending. That's it. I'm done. (laughs) Exactly. Blue lions ending. And I'm done here. I'm a grinder. I'm okay with playing a game for a very, very long time. And if at the end of four hours, I have a bunch more, cards from triple triad that's great like (laughs) i have a lot more triple triad that's from final fantasy 8 isn't it yeah i'm okay with that i will literally play that card game for hours hilarious if if it's anything with final fantasy i can just grind or fish you know any any game that tells me to fish i'm fishing that's very funny because you can fish in near automata but i haven't really done much of fishing near automata but i was gonna say because there's because my character because 2b when i fought that what that uh black belt boss he was like level 30 something or like level 40. I was level 20 something. I beat him and then I got back to him and he got ginormous, this big ass robot. He's level 50. I'm still level 25. I go, fuck it. And I beat him on my first go. So, uh, Thor, get good. Get gooder. 
Get good. All right. Well, with that being said, first of all, I want to thank you so much, Ben, for being on the show. You are always welcome and always such a pleasure to have on the show. And we will take this opportunity. Please share with us what you got going on and, you know, where we can find you. I will put all the links in the description down below, but I'm going to let you shout that out. Awesome. Well, as I said quite a few times during this episode, I am one of uh, four co-hosts of the Fake Nerd Podcast. You can catch us recording on every Sunday on YouTube. We also have we put our audio episodes normally up the following day. And once we're done recording on YouTube, it goes up right afterwards. So if, if some reason it's like one o'clock in the morning and you're really itching to watch uh, the, the newest episode <laughs> of the Fake Nerd Podcast, which now probably goes about three plus hours, that's our average now. <laughs> It's on YouTube. It's up there. <laughs> yeah. So we right. so we have that. Um, and the news of that, we just redid our Patreon on. Uh, so fake nerds. We have a website. Our Patreon was just like just redone. We have three new t- We have three tiers. Uh, the ten dollar tier is my my personal favorite one because if you subscribe to that tier every quarter of the year, you get a free one of a kind T shirt. Wow. Yeah. The, this. Uh, <laughs> um. This. Uh. This. Uh, this current quarter's t-shirt is our flyer of when we did LA Comic-Con back in 2019 with our friend Mike Matola, the artist who made our logo and makes a beautiful line-by-line art. We did a panel with him back at uh, for Comic-Con for Nightmare Before Christmas, so our flyer for that is the first t-shirt. That's, That's so awesome. cool. Ben, you guys remember cons? you're amazing. Thank you. I know. Uh, one day. One day. They're all virtual now. This is how we all interact. It's Zoom all the way, baby. <laughs> anyway uh again we're gonna put all that on the we're gonna put that in the show notes ben you're an absolute treasure thank you are we enjoy you also little (laughs) little sizzle a new show is coming to the fake nerd podcast network a show that i've been in the works on for quite a while i've been wanting to do this for a while i was trying to do it last year but then the pandemic hit and it just said screw you buddy but it's a little thing called a basement arcade pause menu it's coming it should be coming at the end of this month and my first guest best part is right up there. Did you? I'm lo- no, I'm looking oh! at you. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, us. That's so. Funny. I love it. Well, guys, we're gonna let you know. Okay, so a year ago, over a year ago, or because if I did interview Ben Lepley, the voice of Didu, and yeah. I need to re and I need to reach out to him again to see if he wants to come on a pause menu. If you're got, if, what, if you're wondering what pause menu is, it's just myself and my friends essentially doing this there's a topic uh the first the topic for the show that we're going to be recording hopefully soon is our is is all about video game consoles our favorite consoles or least favorite consoles consoles we wish we own consoles just like memories of consoles and how awesome they are and then it's just us if we tangent if we ramble fuck it let's let's do it it's awesome i I remember like what half an hour to an hour ago inga said hey we're wrapping up and then we kept talking for another 40 plus minutes what are you gonna do it you know time time eludes me you know what i'm not gonna say no because like i said earlier i miss you guys and oh and i absolutely love doing it so every time i could listen to you to you talk to like jelena um Haley, ryan or anyone else by the way blanket um invitation to pause me for those guys as well uh autumn, is, autumn of course um it's like man i want to get back but of course i don't want to be like like hey when can i come back oh ben you're always allowed back on the show. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you so much. I am now officially going to wrap up the show. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. You've been listening to Adults Talking Anime Plus. I've been Inga. 
And I'm still Thor and you got Jr. <laughs> and we had Ben right there. <laughs> All right, you guys, cue that end music. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>